we'd run ourselves into the ground. We'd run the band into the ground. Every aspect of our life was just neglected and not, not cared for. So, you know, it's just a natural order of things. You know, you don't take care of something that's going to fall apart. And that's what it did. No sleep for the wicked, no coffee for the restless. It's Keefe from right. Ghost Cult Mag. For sure. I am so stoked to see my old friend, Josh, from Royal Thunder. Man, how are you? Great, man. Happy to be alive. Happy to be able to uh, play my guitar. And yeah, doing great. I'm so thrilled. You know, it's been a global psychotic break for everybody the last bunch of years. And it's been a few years, at least three to four since we've seen each other or, you know, yeah. uh, done one of these and, uh, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on in the in-between times between records, lineup changes, personal grief and strife and issues. Uh, you know, it, I'm what I'm reading through in, you know, the album and the lyrics and the, and the presser and all, I appreciate all the content ahead of time is like, this is a real sort of humbling good moment for the band, which ha you haven't always had. Yeah, it's been a wild ride, man. I mean, to say the least. I would say that, uh, I don't know. I mean, you kind of have to go through shit to, to get to where you need to go. You know, I mean, how would you ever learn otherwise? So, yeah, it's been a crazy handful of years, to say the least, but it's also been a, a good thing. For sure. And, you know, I, I always tell people, it's like, you know, bands don't live in a encased in amber in between records. You have to have life happened to you so you have something to talk about something to riff about something to express yourself with so yeah, sure. you know i think it's important to like let bands live and be and you know if this band i would have been devastated if this band ceased to be but i want you guys to be healthy and happy and alive so i'm glad there's a space where the band is ca carrying on and better than ever possibly but also y'all are okay because like yeah. I don't want to lose one more rock soldier to pull, yeah. quote Ace freely. We've lost a lot of people the last few years. We're losing people all the time. Our heroes are leaving us. Yeah, Iron Sheik died yesterday. As we're recording this, like a little piece of my childhood just dissolved. Yeah, into the ether. Like I was like, God damn. Like all right, nobody lives forever, man. Your family, heroes, whatever. But like, man, I don't want to imagine a life without that guy. It's like when George yeah. Carlin died, or you know, Randy Rhodes. It's like, man, we lost a great. Yeah. So I'm glad y'all are still standing. Um, it seems like this is very triumphant, firm on the ground. Like, hey, we've seen some shit. And now we're yeah. okay. And I, and we don't need, we need more of that messaging because a lot of people are not okay, you yeah. know? And, um, sure. you know, I know Mel is not here to speak for herself, Melanie, but having talked to her at length many times and just in general, been a follower, you know, always been a hard on the sleeve type of person. And yeah. it comes through maybe stronger than ever here. Like no, not even a lot of metaphors, like a lot of, yeah, for sure. A lot of to the surface stuff that I think, uh, I think there's a unique lyric performance on this record and there's a unique vocal performance on this record. I, I think a level we haven't seen before from her. Absolutely. I agree with you hundred percent. I don't necessarily need you to repeat the beats of the last few years, but I do have a couple of questions just about the in-between time. And I, and this first one, you know, is the, the, maybe the one, the curiosity one, which is yeah. for me, which is like, did you think there was a period of time that the band was done or not coming back or you were not coming, you were not able to carry on? 
Oh, it, it was definitely done. I mean, it wasn't even a question of if it was like just, you know, everything, it, all the wind had been knocked out of the sails, you know, I mean, it was just like, you know, with something like this, it's like with when you're on the right path, like I feel like, you know, doors open up for you and it's not an uphill battle um, when you're on the right path. And it just, man, the wheels had fallen off. You know, we were, you know, uh, the wheels had fallen off and we were, you know, vertical trying to get up a hill. It was just, we'd run ourselves into the ground. We'd run the band into the ground. Every aspect of our life was just neglected and not, not cared for. So, you know, it's just a natural order of things. You know, you don't take care of something, it's going to fall apart. And that's what it did. But yeah, that's that definitely it happened. It was done. Uh, you know, I, I don't think there was, it just had to happen. Right. And was this done kind of in, in secret as a band or was the label aware and management and stuff like that? Were they plugged into kind of the goings ons or did you keep them kind of at an arm's distance? I mean, it's just, man, it had fizzled out, man. I mean, we just weren't doing anything. We're writing. I mean, it wasn't even like, there wasn't even any specific like conversation other than like, it was just, you know, it just had ran its course. You know, we taking care of ourselves and we weren't good stewards over the band. You know, we weren't, you know, the music was always number one when we started this thing. And, uh, it really took a hard back seat to just drinking and, and, and the accumulation of problems in life that happens in between not dealing with shit while you're drinking. I appreciate you sharing that. It's, it's hard to be sober in this business. I've had periods <laughs> where I was sober and periods where I wasn't, or yeah. if I'm around my sober friends, I make it a point to not party because I feel like it's disrespectful that's a personal choice. They don't ask me to. They're like, do what yeah. you want. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I feel bad personally. Yeah. Like I have empathy, so I don't want to, but like a lot of people can't. And they're like, Psh, you know, you know, I think about like, um, even though life is not a movie, I think about movies like the town where the lead character is sober, right? He gets sober and they're all his friends are like going off the rails and like poor sober bastard. Yeah. Let me get a Shirley yeah. Temple. And I'm like, two of my best friends are straight edge and they don't ever, they have never. Yeah, you know, and would never, but I am not and have not been. So it's I respect there's nothing that. wrong. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, with yeah. That but a personal choices, personal choices, getting your life in order. And if if your partying is getting in the way of your career, which is your band, the, the reason yeah. you do what you do and create art and music, um, you know, it can be a bet. It can be a battle. And it's it's the silent thing people don't talk about. And I think you know, a lot of people are not, we just like this last few years, just because of every, all the events in the world without beating that dead horse to death more to a ghost, you know, it's just been, we've had to look at ourselves, right? We have no, when you have yeah. nowhere else to go, you have nowhere else to go, but within. And so yeah. I think, and I, I'm not that wise, but that sounded pretty good. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're all here and, um, Let's let's talk about sort of a, a reunion of sorts because uh, you know we had a member come back in that was definitely gone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that you know the pandemic kind of I think pushed that along. It's one of the situations where I think we all had a lot of time to self reflect during that time, and I think that that's you know that's when Evan reached out. You know, I think that there was a lot that 
a lot of good that came out of that time period. I mean, shit, man, I, I don't, I don't even know if I'd still be here if I would have kept partying and, and drinking during the pandemic. I, I, uh, I'm thankful that I had that time to work through a lot of shit. And I think that all of us, you know, it was a time of growth for all of us one way or another. Um, but, you know, Evan reaching out and, and having that in, you know, that reunion during the middle of the pandemic was a really great thing because, you know, I really, I really thought that Royal Thunder was never really going to be a thing. I mean, you know, I had tried to play with other people during the pandemic and after Royal Thunder had dissolved and there just really wasn't much there, you know, I mean, I just, nothing really caught like it did with, mel and evan and um you know very very thankful for that very thankful for that time right on and just so i have the timeline correct for me by the time evan comes back into the circle will is definitely gone right will is will was yeah i mean we we were we were all things that dissolved pre-covid i mean the band was done um and uh, you know it it just was one of those things where like it just it was done. Like I said, every, you know, wheels had fallen off. Um, and whenever all this came to be and Evan had contacted us, I'd been sober for a little while at that point. And, you know, I, I felt like I had a clarity and I felt like I really needed to start back at a time when I had clarity with the band and, and, and that was definitely a time, you know, I feel like everything in my life got simplified and, and I tried to, in restarting things up, I felt like we just needed to, you know, simplify things and just go back to a time period where it was more simple. There's three people there. Uh, there's nothing, there's never any ill will or anything like that or bad blood between any of us. It was just you know, we just, I, I still love Will, you know, and it's just was one of those things where we just had to, like, felt like we, the band just needed to have a fresh start, and, and this is where we're at, you know? Right on, yeah, Will's fantastic, and uh, I'm rooting oh, for yeah. him personally and whatever else endeavors he oh, carries yeah. on with, and so you guys reconnect, you start trading music during the can't-get-together-in-person time, and now we have Rebuilding the Mountain, you know, just a, a statement record for yourselves as well as to everyone else. You got to sit with it. I think it's definitely, uh, I mean, some of it is very immediate and some of the tracks are growers and just kind of yeah. on repeat listens, they start to really settle in. And yeah. like like I said, without without kind of breaking the whole record down, um, just, you know, did you coming back together? I'm sure it was like sort of shades of earlier in the band ghost cult, by the way, uh, I personally, my career kind of parallels Royal Thunder from the demo and the EP, but our personally, yeah. our first, one of our first reviews was CVI. Like, so like yeah. actually as a magazine for episode issue one, I wasn't even part of the company. And then I yeah. came, came in and we've continued to, you know, I hope support you as hard as we can. The whole way but you know this record is definitely a testament uh for sure not of just this time and coming through it but what's possible i love that there's like a hopefulness in it 
yeah some dark there's darkness in in all our lives because it's part of life the human condition yeah but there's a lot sure. of hopefulness not just lyrically or vocally but like the music has a yeah. triumph to it that yeah you know, really uh captured me awesome man i appreciate that i i think that all of that like i think any record we've ever done in the past and this is you know this is same same thing as like you know we never you know anytime even when we do a demo or there's i don't you know i generally don't know what mel's singing about when we're demoing or and i don't even really know like i don't like i'm not sitting there thinking like okay like this is going to be a triumph record you know or this is going to be a sad record or um it's just really where we're at you know and it's just really um i'm thankful like that was killing us not having that outlet it's like uh, you know it's probably one of the most like raw forms of just putting emotion into like into the guitar into the drums into the bass into the vocals and you know it's just it's like when you're in it you don't see it and you don't even know how it's going to turn out when you're in the studio and then and then once it's done and the artwork's done and you kind of hear it and look, step back and look at it. It's like, damn, okay, well, that's what's what, that's what has been happening the whole time. I just, just really wasn't able to step back and be able to observe that, you know, the final product. Well, it's cool to see the final product and go, Oh shit. You know, this is what this record was about. <laughs> This is what I was going through, you know. Is it hard to listen back to it now, or are you still good? Are you good with it? Where, it where it's you, not where hard it to listen back to it, man. Should I? I'm one of those people that like once the record's done, I don't even listen to it. Like I just don't. Like I sometimes I'll listen to reference points and songs. Like you know, if I haven't played a song in a while, you know, I'll listen back to it to try to remember what I was doing on something. But you know it's coming out the 16th and I, you know, I'll probably get the vinyl, put it on the record player, spin it. And that'll be it for years, you know, uh, unless I just happen to hear it out and about, but yeah, I don't need, I don't, it, it's not that I even, it's hard for me to listen to. I just, I don't know why I just don't listen to it. <laughs> well, maybe that helps keep it fresh for you when you play those new songs live also. So you don't want to get, you know, you're already going to probably play some of these tracks like, you know, hundreds of times, if not a thousand someday. So I think some yeah, of these for are sure. and, e and easily some of these are the best tracks in the band's career somehow. <laughs> yeah. And somehow we'll somehow they'll even be different live than they are from the record just because, I, you know, we don't I don't know. I mean, you know, I think that. Even a lot of the old tracks that we play, we, you know, I don't think we've any tour i don't know if we've ever played the tracks that we've been playing for years the same twice you know um so yeah that it definitely keeps it fresh i believe all right you got a doggo i'm always happy to have the pets in the video mostly. oh yeah mostly my uh my producer and editor will be laughing at that comment yeah man uh, it's such a deep record and i was very thankful to have the the lyric sheet and stuff and obviously i don't expect you to speak for for mel you know it is a very like i said it's a raw a raw album they're all they all are yeah. but one thing i will say to just you know continue the the mel superlatives is i think 
there in the past for the band there have been songs all the range of emotions and vocals show through but i think this is the this is the album where within a verse within a line mel is shifting like range and even like timber and things that like most singers don't do i I try to tell people i used to have a background as a singer and i was like most people there's like three notes that everybody goes to and octave and that's it and they don't do much else yeah for sure and for metal it's always you know we always have the half step interval the doom triad and stuff like that the devil's chord and stuff but mel besides being just so talented i really feel like this is the record where her performance like i said within a verse within a line is all these different things that i don't think they used to exist in parts and now they're whenever and i think that's like a superpower i didn't i like i just (laughs) i'm sure she had it and i didn't know yeah I think that we like the general record is um, like, I think a lot of things got simplified in our lives. And, and it also, I think that having a clear head and, and dialing in actual tones for the record in, in our instruments, like I feel like as musicians, we're able to like write a song and get an idea across and a feeling in a much quicker way. And you know, Mel's voice is another part of that equation that like, you know, it's, you know, some of the songs are very short and right to the point and her voice, you know, each instrument really adds and especially her voice like to those parts. And, um, you know, Mel, she is an incredible singer and she, you know, I think in many ways, like we've like been able to like, draw back and have a little bit less is more and at the same time like in that regard you can in those parameters in a short song you can there's so much that can happen within that time period you know and uh i'm really thankful that i think that we really captured a lot of that in the songs with their vocals you know like you said from line to line it can you know it changes and flows and um i'm really you know i'm really proud of how it all turned out right on and, and by the way speaking of short it's not a shorter record but the songs are seem a little more compact and economical yeah. even or yeah you know i know live i've been lucky to see you so many times live i love that you guys like you alluded to early they don't they change live you jam them yeah. out sometimes i've seen yeah. you guys do like a 10 minute version of a song yeah but i feel like this album you know, did it, did it call, have it, like, was it a conscious decision? We're going to write like tighter songs and cut the fat. If there was, there's not that there is any, but you know, we're going to just keep them compact or did it just naturally happen that way? It naturally happened that way. You know, I feel like in the past we had written very long songs and, you know, and, um, and I, I feel like, like I said, I feel like you play so long over the years that like you, you really kind of are able to get to the point quicker or figure out like it just naturally things have trimmed down because I don't feel like we have to like build a song for like five to seven minutes to get to a point, you know? Um, And not to say we won't ever have like a long song or we won't play a long song live because I mean, I think that there's, a time and place or everything but i think in this season in our life like i think it's just 
I don't know. I think it was very raw to the point, short and sweet. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the way it turned out. Right on. I want to, I want to give you some flowers now, uh, you know, cause I can't shut up about Mel. So I have to shut myself up, but you know, you guys have always been riff machines and the songs are always, you know, how, you know, started out with like a heaviness at the time. And I think the band has evolved, obviously, and grown musically over the years. But you personally, like what I really appreciate about you and what I feel like you bring special to you to this band is the layers of guitar and, you know, different interwoven motifs and things that I think you hear them like on a repeat. You may not catch it the first time through because you're listening to the whole song and you're hearing the lyrics and that. But like when you go back, when I go back, and I think when fans go back, they will hear these beautiful, like, like almost cinematic parts. Yeah. And I know it's like part of your makeup to to play that way. Um, you know, just uh, when you go to pick up a guitar or you turn in a, hey, this is an idea I'm working on. Like, do you hear the whole song in your head or you build it in the studio when you're tracking? I mean, I, I generally build an idea, like I'll have a riff or something and I'll just build off of that. Like, and, you know, everybody will kind of add their parts and we kind of add dynamics. I mean, I think I've always loved songs that like really take you on a journey um, and, and tell a story. I don't sing. So like, I feel like for me, it was always like, okay, I want to create a feeling or a, I want to naturally, I think I just want to hear a story within music, you know, and like, and, um, and I guess it does, it, there is like, I guess, cinematic quality at times because I do want the songwriting to, to tell something, you know, to evoke an emotion or, um, and not even, like I said, I'm not, I don't sit down and go, I want to evoke this emotion to the day. You know, it's just, it happens. Um, you know, I think, uh, I remember, I think the the first band that I really recognized songwriting was, uh, I think it was, I, I can't even remember. It may have been Repeater from Fugazi and just how amazing the songwriting is that uh on that album um but you know structures and 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 songwriting has always fascinated me and um i think i've always just tried to like i said just tell a story with the music so yeah right on appreciate that uh just a few more before we go i love that you mentioned the artwork before which is super distinctive against anything the band has ever done a lot yeah. of bands uh you know royal thunder to me has been a band they've been trying to break away from whatever pack you guys came from yeah. in the original early days of the band going on 20 years as a band. Yeah. And um, I love the artwork is it's like captured me. It's got like a very Eastern European tapestry kind of feel, but it also kind of reminded me of like Masons, like the Freemason artwork. Um, yeah. They're like propaganda, which also yeah. kind of go back to the early days of the band. So just super interesting if there's anything you want to share about that artwork, because it blew me away when I first saw it. So I started during the pandemic, you know, I just didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and my brother reached out to me. I'd always been in tattoo shops my whole, like just growing up, always in tattoo shops. 
my brother's owned a tattoo shop here in Atlanta for like 10 years now. He's been tattooing over 20 years. So he asked me, you know, basically if I would like to learn how to tattoo. And I said, yeah, you know, fuck it. Definitely. Let's do it. And when I was younger, I, uh, I used to draw a lot and I used to create art and it was an outlet, you know, that took a back seat to music because music very quickly became like everything to me. You know, it, it just set the stage for art, for skateboarding, for, you know, for everything. So it was really good to get back into like actually being able to do art. So when we first started making the artwork, I was working with Orion, which he had done like layout for the EP. He did Crooked Doors and you know, he kept spitballing. We kept spitballing ideas and it's definitely a process where you're working with an artist to try to capture a feel. And um, so one day I was just sitting at the shop and it was a slow day. And I was like, I just really started chipping away at it. I was like, I'm going to just do this. I just came up with album cover. It just came to me. You know, it was one of those things. And I, you know, I didn't expect to really come up with an album cover or the artwork, but it just happened. And I sent it to Orion that I was working with. He's like, this is perfect. This is perfect. Let's, this, let's, this is it. That's it. You did it, you know? And um, so he helped me lay it out. Like he came up like, uh, you know, um, with the font for the actual Royal Thunder. And, you know, he helped with like, the motif and feel he you know he helped he designed the inside so we worked together really to get this artwork done and uh it was really an awesome process and you know uh it was great you know it was really cool to have that experience and be able to create that you know and work alongside uh, my buddy orion to get that done that's amazing. Uh, what's your brother's shop? Let's tag it in the in the in this interview, man. Let's get. Oh, uh, it's love. Kingdom Tattoo. Okay. Yeah. We'll look it up and we'll uh we'll link it all, as Hell we yeah. always do. Uh, you know, just you know, again, just personally, and uh, you know, on behalf of, I know Ghost Cult. Whenever we post something about the band, when we posted the single, the knife, people were like, "What?" So you know, thank you for yeah, for yeah. battling through and and making it to this making it back to us and to each other. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best of luck and success always. And I hope to see you out on the road, but, you know, thank you for this record. Rebuilding the Mountain is coming out from Spine Farm Records. June 16th, this rec this interview will probably run after, but once again, it's always just a gift to chat with you and chop it up with you about art and music. And uh, oh, yeah, thank you so much, Josh. Yeah, man, thank you. Thank you for listening. And, um, you know, I mean, shit it wasn't for people like you that enjoyed the music i mean we wouldn't be having this conversation so you know it's always nice that you know that you enjoy it and get something out of it so thank you for listening and thanks for your time